there was a time in my life when I was the life of the party. Do you believe it? How long ago was this, you ask? Well, it's been a little while now, so you'll just have to take my word for it. Still comes out every once in a while. Context of a wedding, big party, something like that. You know how it goes. And the story that I want to share kind of kicks off today's conversation is at a wedding. My friend Jason got married. Man, it's probably been 12 years now at this point, maybe longer. And we went to his wedding. My wife and I went to his wedding. Just had the best time. Had the best time at the wedding. There was singing. There was dancing. All the things. And there was an after party. And at the after party, just just at a, a bar that was close to the wedding venue, was just carrying on and having just having the best time and was talking to a woman and we were just, you know, just clicking. We were sharing stories and laughing and just having the best time. Turns out that she is from northern Minnesota, which is where I'm from. Like, oh my gosh. And I, you know, how I didn't discover this earlier. You know, that's one of my one of the first things I ask somebody is where they grew up or where they're from or whatever. Always looking for commonality and connection and stuff like that. And because I'm, I'm just a curious person, I want to know where people are from because I find that that informs sometimes some things. And I said, I'm from Duluth. And she looks at me like just the color leaves her face. Her expression just totally changes. She looks at me and she says, cake eater. I'm like, what? I said, you're a cake eater. And it just, it hit me like a ton of bricks. It's like somebody hit me in the nose. I was like, what are you talking about? Um, She's from uh, a town in northern Minnesota, literally <clears throat> 20 minutes away, called Cloquet, Minnesota. <clears throat> and turns out that folks from Cloquet referred to or thought of people from Duluth as cake eaters. And to sort of close the loop on what that even means, they thought we were like the rich kids, which from my perspective is absolutely hilarious. Um, I still, I still, I still think it's the funniest thing in the world. Um, I, you know, my family was working class for sure. I talk a good amount about, uh, and my mom was a single mother and a school teacher. And so we were always struggling to make ends meet. Everything was fine. But by no means was I, uh, do I consider myself uh, somebody who came from financial privilege. Um, <laughs> and so I, I just, I, I just, I had to dig into this with her, obviously. And I just questioned, questioned. And she just stopped again. She's like, you know what? If I called my husband right now, and I told him I was talking to some guy from Duluth. You know what he'd say? Cake eater. <laughs> it was just it was just amazing, amazing exchange and conversation. That's obviously stuck with me. I can just see the look on this lady's face. It was amazingly hilarious. And I was just talking to a new friend uh, this week, earlier this week. Her name is Autumn, and she was a guest on the podcast. Her episode will come out soon. And... I said, well, where, where, where did you grow up? She referenced that she had moved around a little bit. And she said, I'm from Winter, Wisconsin. 
At first, she said, I'm from a small town in the Midwest that you probably haven't heard of. I said, oh, where? I said, northern Wisconsin. I said, where? Where? Winter, Wisconsin. It's like, oh, you're right. I'd never heard of winter. And I said, I'm from Duluth. And she said, oh, that's so funny. We used to do our back to school shopping in Duluth. So there you go. So it's all about, life's all about perspective and how you look at something makes all the difference and how you look at the circumstances and situations of your life make all the difference. Whether you think that your situation is great or you think that it's crappy or you have enough or you don't have enough or it's good or bad, you get the idea. So when I grew up in Duluth, certainly go shopping at the mall, the mall. I think that anybody who's from a smaller community knows about the mall. And we would go down to Minneapolis to shop for some of our school clothes. So just felt like the variety and options in Duluth weren't enough to meet my um my 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 fashion needs. But you've got folks in smaller towns that thought that Duluth was the greatest thing in the world. So it's all in how you're looking at a situation, uh, how you look at something makes all the difference. And that again is true of every aspect of our lives. An immigrant to the United States of America views the United States very differently than a lot of people who live in the United States of America. So the perspective, the immigrant mentality, and the work ethic that many people bring when they have the opportunity to enjoy the things that many people take for granted here in the United States is a very real dose of perspective. The first kid in a family to go to and graduate from college, very different perspective. First generation millionaire, very different perspective. The son or daughter of a billionaire has a very different perspective. Somebody that starts a business, it's a very different perspective than somebody who is working inside of a large company. Just at every aspect of life, um, if you are a single child, no brothers and sisters versus a kid that grew up with 10 brothers and sisters, your perspective is going to very, 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 very different. You grew up in a city versus growing up in a rural environment. Your perspective is going to be very, very different. Certainly, if you like rock and roll music versus country music versus hip hop or whatever, all of these things help to inform and are informed by our perspective, how we view the world. And then there's obviously our values and beliefs and things like that. But your place in the world, where you view your place in the world, having a sense of where you are, it plays such a critical role in your level of happiness, your level of success, your drive, your motivation, your inspiration, what you believe to be true, all informed by perspective. I can remember being a beginner um, tennis player, and I had a very a pretty long and successful tennis career um, that saw me as top 100 junior in the United States to um, playing Division One and receiving a scholarship. So I remember when I was getting started as a little kid, and you're looking around at the other kids that are in your class, and you start to look 
and compare yourself to the other kids at the tennis courts. And then you start to look at other kids in the city and then the region and then the state. And you look at other kids, different ages. And then you start looking at kids in different states. You start to, I never looked at kids in different parts of the world, but when you got to college, you start looking at the different, just the levels. And that's a different kind of perspective as well. And you look at Novak Djokovic, who grew up, started playing tennis at a really early age in Serbia. So his perspective is different than mine. And obviously, Novak is now the greatest tennis player that's ever played tennis, the most grand slams and everything else. Novak's perspective being number one in the world is certainly different than mine was when I started in Duluth. Being a cake eater that I was playing tennis, <laughs> that's that's pretty cake eatery actually. Looking back on that now, playing tennis, cake eating, white shorts, you uh, get the idea. But Novak's perspective as the number one player in the world is way different than the number 1,000 player in the world, even though the number 1,000 tennis player in the world is a freaking amazing tennis player. The number 500 player in the world, a top 100 player in the world, still has got nothing to do with Novak Djokovic. He's not concerned with anybody outside of the top 10. So different perspective. And tennis is such a, it's an interesting thing, um, particularly in the men's side, because it's commonly dominated by one person. Came out of an interesting era where you had Nadal and Federer and Djokovic toward the end. Um, but normally it's just one person that wins most of the matches. And that's the perspective that they have. Perspective is that they expect to win. It's an expectation because the way that they view the world and competition, even though the skill level is very, very different, or rather the opposite of that, the skill level between the top 100 tennis players in the world, probably the top thousand is not dissimilar. It's just what's between your ears, what you believe to be true, and the way you think and look at different situations. So true across everything. So you get to choose what your perspective is. And a big thing that I think it's so important because we can really catastrophize things. We can look at situations and circumstances of our lives and think, oh my gosh, the world is coming to an end. How is this happening to me? How could this happen to me? This is the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody and it's true that potentially the worst thing that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. But when we put things in perspective, take a big step back, say, okay, yeah, I don't like this. This is pretty crappy, but is it really that big of a deal? So we get to make that decision. We get to choose how we think, feel, and respond to the different circumstances of our life. And a massive part of that is, is, is perspective. You know full well that you do not have control over many of those circumstances. But again, you get to choose how you think, feel, and respond, move forward um, with whatever's going on in your life. And I think that your life, the life that you really want, is a lot closer than you think it is. Sometimes we think, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to do this? How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to accomplish that? How am I going to make all of this work? 
I'm not saying any of it's going to be easy, but I think that a lot of it is a lot closer than you think. I think that the life that you want is a lot closer than you think. It's certainly accessible to you. A lot of it is at your absolute fingertips, whether you wanted to learn how to start growing your own food, you wanted to learn a language, you wanted to have a better relationship with loved ones, you wanted to learn how to play the guitar, you wanted to um, start a business, whatever. It's not that far away. You could certainly learn how to do it. But there's a lot more that goes into just knowing how. But to get what you want, whatever it is that you want, you must make a decision. Have to decide. This is what I want. This is what is important. This is the thing that I desire. To be really honest about it. And in the hopes that you'll be successful in whatever you decide to do and whatever you choose, really want you to think it all the way through. Because the things that I wanted or I thought that I wanted when I was 20 years old, different than what I wanted when I was 30 and are different when I'm 44 years old. And I've not been perfect about this by any stretch of the imagination. It took me until I was really 35 years old to sit down and really think through my goals and what do I really want and just really critically think things all the way through. Take it to the end. Okay, I think that I want to do this. Why do I really want to do that? If I did that, if I had that, would that be really what I wanted? And I don't know the answer to that. I want you to, to think about it. Make the decision. Whatever it is you decide that you want, make the decision to pursue it. Whatever it is. And then make any necessary changes. Make any changes that will be required to get you what it is that you want. So it sounds easy, does hard. Decide, make changes, execute. And obviously... It's not going to be just a straight line or a smooth path that'll get you there. But I mean, at the end of the day, those are the things that you'll need to do. And the thing about perspective is that oftentimes it's it's hard won and it's difficult to hold on to. So it's difficult to get, harder to hold on to. We must remind ourselves. We must consistently remind ourselves of our place in the world. We must remind ourselves of what it is that we really want. We must remind ourselves of why it is that we're doing the things that we're doing and just keep checking in. Say, okay, I feel like I've lost my perspective. I've sort of lost sight of what I'm doing here, where I am, the opportunities that I have, the blessings that I've been given, all of that. We must remind ourselves. We must be consistent in that. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. You can journal, which I encourage you to do when we write. What we're doing is we're really thinking about what we're thinking about. Extremely valuable. As you do that, you'll get better at it. You can practice gratitude. Just think about, find a time of your day in the morning, the evening to think about the things that you are grateful for. We've all heard about that. Whether we actually do it or not, or find something that will consistently remind yourself. I um, I have a chain that I wear around my neck that has things that remind me. And so I can feel it during the day. And certainly when I take it off and put it on at the end and the beginning of the day, um, it's a reminder 
of my perspective and what's most important to me. And think that that is a really helpful thing because it's easy to lose sight because we're all very busy. So if you're interested in digging deeper into this stuff and you'd like a framework for it, because it is not helpful for me to just tell you to just do it. Um, I'm a person who appreciates frameworks and I have spent a lot of time thinking about how to get clear in these things, how to better develop a perspective and how to think about what it is that I really want, how I want to be feeling and thinking. And the result has um, is the purpose book. And that is available now. And it'll help you to figure out what your purpose is, what your goals are, what your beliefs are, and then create habits around doing all the things that you want to do. So check that out. And as always, do your part by doing your best. <laughs>